What's going on, lovely people? Welcome into the show. You're tuned in with Fred and Dre, and this is the Flea Flicker Show. What's going on, Fred? Not too much, Dre. I'm happy to be here with you, happy to talk some football and get this shit underway. Yeah, I, I'm ready to do it, too. Um, so, oh, before I even start, though, I did want to say... Like, comment, subscribe, because I like, I'm forgetting to say it at the beginning of videos. <laughs> I got to start saying it at the beginning. So like, comment, uh, subscribe. You're going to like it. And comment about Dre holding the L again. That's three weeks in a row now. <laughs> he's uh, he's holding that L. So uh, yeah, it's, it's getting a little old, to be honest. <laughs> I'm ready to, I'm ready to lend it back to you. I made a thick one. Maybe it'll give me a little more, a little more luck. With yeah, this maybe, week. Actually, maybe, hopefully you're safe, because uh, mine was pretty thick after week one and I'll held it for one week. So. Yeah. I have a good one for this week, though. I have a good one. And you're definitely going to take it. But, uh, but yeah, let's get right into it. The uh, week five picks uh, last week had some good games, overtime games, some fun stuff, uh, a few surprises, and some injuries, of course. They, they get them every year. This week, I feel like when I was going through the games this week, there weren't too many games where I was like, confused on who to pick i was like these seem easy to me which means that it's probably going to be really crazy this week yeah. <laughs> honestly yeah there <laughs> um, were a couple games there weren't it wasn't a full slate but there were there were a few there's definitely a few yeah um but yeah a few things i want to hit before we get into the games uh chase claypool with the bears the bears are finally saying they're like done with him they're uh they're either planning on trading him probably for like a late round pick or just straight up cut him and let him try to find a new team. He's been uh he's been just bad with the team. He isn't mesh- meshing with the the teammates and the staff and the coaches and uh he hasn't gotten anything going on the field. I think he has like one touchdown. I don't even know if he has more than a catch to be honest. Right. So uh I've got a lot of talent. Yeah, he he, 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 he looked really good sometimes for like the Steelers. He thinks he's like Stephon Diggs or Justin Jefferson, but not, not like yeah, he's got the superstar mentality, but yeah. he's not showing it on the field. Not at all, dude. Like also he's from Canada. Since when do Canadians play football? Well, they do have a league there, but but you know, I, I see <laughs> Yeah, most of the players are from the US. True. That's very true. Um, but I wanted to hit one, two, three, four, five. There's six teams that I put on this list for teams that like maybe I thought could trade for him to try to get like a, like you said, when we were talking about like a third option or something yeah. like that. Um, so I want to get your take on these six teams that I mentioned here. Maybe you can add another one if you want, but I, uh, I said the uh, maybe the bills, cause I mean, they got Gabe Davis going and obviously they have digs, but getting chase Claypool in there would make that even more dangerous there. And I think he would There's be solid. Throughout for Allen. Yeah, exactly. And I think he would be, it'd be a good place for him because it's like a winning team. Like he's not going to be able to talk his talk there. Cause right. they're going to be like, Hey man, you sit and you play or, or whatever. Um, so I think that's a good, a good spot for him possibly. Um, I threw the Texans in here. I think they do like their young crew, but at the same time, a chase Claypool talent, that's something that they could use. CJ Stroud would probably be get, be able to get them going. I don't know that's if they a wild really... card option. Cause I feel like he's yeah. similar, similar skill set to Mechie. True. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they would necessarily want somebody that's uh, kind of seen as being uh, tough to deal with this year either, yeah. but maybe I put the Titans in there just because they're struggling on offense. So they might want to try to get some, some talent in there to use. Um, 
another one from the same division. I got the Colts in there because after Pittman, I don't. They've kind of been like struggling a little bit to get stuff going. They do have Josh um, Downs. He's a rookie, but he's good. Um, okay, I'm pretty optimistic for for Downs' future, and and Pierce is no slouch as well. Alec Pierce, um, true. I think I he's like pretty Alec solid, Pierce. but uh, Josh Downs is really good, and he's good in the slot. Um, yeah, keep going. Um. Then I put the Ravens just because they're like always looking for another receiver to hopefully work with Lamar. Yeah, they all drop like flies. Yeah, they're so injured. Um, and then I put the Chiefs just because they just don't seem to have that that number one receiver, basically. Like none of them have been stepping up for him yet. So maybe yeah. they could be like, hey, Chase Claypool, throw a seventh rounder to him. I don't know. Yeah, out of there, I like I like the Bills as an option. Um, having another person there to catch balls besides Diggs and Davis. Um, mm-hmm. I really thought Kincaid would step up a little bit more so far this year since they are using him in a lot of different packages, but he just hasn't. Uh, and I also like the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are a really good spot. I mean, Patrick Mahomes can do a lot with a little. Um, so putting a huge talent in there. I mean, Kadarius Tone is a huge talent, but he's also prone to drop. So yeah. um, putting someone like Claypool in there, you could see – a boom year for him and possibly his back season if, if he goes to the Chiefs. But uh, some other ones that I, I think would would make sense. Um, Dallas, mm. I don't like it, but it could work. Um, they've had a lot of issues with Cooks actually getting on the field. So having another, another weapon there. Um, the Bengals with T. Higgins going down with injury. I uh, thought about that too. Option, but are they going to compete? Uh, really depends yeah. uh, how Burrow does over the next few games. Uh, the Bucks uh, depend on on the severity of Mike Evans' injury. If Mike Evans mm. is down for a significant amount of time, having him there, they are competing in their own division. So if they have the aspiration of going to the playoffs and making noise, having another option there to throw to. I mean, I do like Trey Palmer there, but he is a rookie, yeah. still learning a little bit. Um, and then my Eagles. Um, of course, of course, you got to throw the Eagles in there. Hey, if there's a trade possibility, <laughs> why why wouldn't you throw the Eagles right. in there? How um, he is a trader. I like Quez Watkins. I like Zacchaeus, but I'm not. I don't know that they're not as good as as Claypool. If it could be had for a late round pick, why not bring him in? Um, really, any team that can bring him in, I think, has to be a stable organization with a good coaching staff yeah. uh, and veteran leadership around him. So uh, he can't go in and be able to talk shit and act like the big man on campus when he walks in and talk, tries to talk shit against half those teams, the, the Eagles, the Bucks, the, the the Chiefs, the Bills. There's so many people there that'll put him in his place. Yeah, yeah, true. And honestly, that's just what, like, good franchises do. They trade yeah. nothing for, like, a big talent that's struggling on a bad team. And they turn it around um, a lot of the time. Uh Let's go with another trade, though, here. Um, J.C. Jackson just got traded in a late pick swap. He goes from the Chargers, where he was kind of just struggling to to get stuff together with the Chargers defense. I don't know if it was uh, – I think they were kind of just misusing him. I don't know what mm-hmm. the heck they're doing over there on the defensive side. But, uh, but the Patriots get him back, late-round pick. Pats have a lot of injuries and DB, so it makes a lot of sense for him. And he did really well there before, so it just makes sense. Yeah, it so makes that... sense. Um, makes sense for him to go back to a familiar place. And since they did lose uh, their first round pick there um, for the yeah, season, that, that's huge. Gonzalez is 
he was looking really good as a corner and mm-hmm. uh, losing him for the season sucks, but they got a familiar face back in the back in the roster. Yeah, so that's cool. That's cool for them, I suppose. I don't like the Pats, but yeah. And then right before we actually recorded, you you uh broke news to me that Randy Randy Gregory just got cut by the Broncos. Uh, that's pretty crazy news. He has been struggling for them. Uh, he just got benched, I believe, last game. So I guess it kind of makes sense. But they just signed him last year for yeah. a huge deal, for seventy million. Yeah, and cutting him, they that it makes twenty two million in dead cap over this year and next year, which is insane. Yeah, I, like I, I maybe I get it. They're like ripping the band aid, but did they even try to trade him? I don't. I don't <laughs> Would that think be so. Helpful? Like. You got to imagine you could have gotten something for him if you're going to eat twenty million anyway. Um, yeah, you got to think that there's something that can be negotiated there, uh, at least with some type of asset back. But just get it, sending him away for nothing uh, and then eating that twenty mil is crazy. Uh, I mean, he got their first sack of the season, which didn't happen until they played until week three. But yeah. uh, he hasn't lived up to his contract, but he's still one of the better defenders on that team. Uh, It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Uh, he has his pick of the litter now, depending on who who's interested. And um, will he go back to the Cowboys? Who's he going to go to? Yeah, I kind of wonder if this is like the first domino of the season for the Broncos. Like, could Sean Payton be just cleaning house? Cleaning house. Like, will Russell Wilson be here next year? He's got a huge dead space or dead cap, but clearly Sean Payton doesn't care too much about dead cap at this no, point. Clearly not. Yeah. And then uh, one last note I wanted to mention Chandler Jones saga. I'm probably not going to mention him again this year, but uh, yeah, he got released. He's been having, we've kind of documented it a little bit. He's been having a very rough time outside of the league and uh, we wish the best for him. Hopefully he returns like we've both said before, he is a very talented player from our hometown, and uh, we just wish the best for him and his brothers. Yeah. Wish the best for him, wish the best for his family, and uh, it's just a huge talent and a, a great person, I think, um, that is just going through a, a really tough time. Uh, it seems that there is some, some mental health issues going on there with, with him and his uh, his his family from, from John Jones and uh, the issues that that he goes through. So uh, I just wish the best for them and uh, his recovery and hope to see him back on the field. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'm ready to get into the game. What do you have though? Do you have any more things you no, want? I'm f-ing ready, dude. Let's go. All right, let's do it. 9.30 a.m. The Jags are staying in London. The Bills are coming to them. It's technically a Bills home game, which kind of sucks for their schedule, but whatever. Uh, I don't know. I can't, I don't know if this will be a good game or just a Bills domination game. To be honest, because the Jags have a lot of talent, but they've been starting very slow. Last week against the Falcons in London, they did pretty good though. Like the mm-hmm. whole game. We'll see if Zay Jones plays. Um, for the Bills though, this could be a Von Miller return game, which would their defense is already loaded, so this yeah. would be huge. Lose Tre'Davious White, get Von Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I forgot about Tredavious White. That that is a big blow. Um, but I, I just think I think the Bills' defense is probably going to be too much for this Jags team. Uh, it could be a close one, like I said. But if Von Miller gets back, I, f- I feel like he could have a big game. Just wanting to show the world, like, hey, I'm back. Don't forget about me. You know, literally so the world because they're playing in Europe. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm going to take the Bills. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think that's a smart choice, and I think uh, I think Sir Josh Allen there is going to. He's about to give the the Jags a rolling treatment. He's he's going to tear it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to tear it up. He's uh, the the Jags defense can't hang with Buffalo. Um, yeah. Buffalo's offense. I mean, they just put up forty two points on the on the Dolphins, and they held the Dolphins def- or offense at bay. Like they're going to hold the Jags at bay. Uh, especially the way the Jags are struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll have some jet lag going into the game, but uh, I, you can't you can't pick against the Bills in this. I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. It could Let's be another Stephon Buffalo. Game. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, your boy Cooks will probably get another touchdown stolen. So that'll be fun <laughs> to see. It'll be fun to see you upset again next week when that happens. <laughs> he probably will. I did just trade for Calvin Ridley too in uh in our league, and uh, I hope he does something with Whiteout now. So he's got yeah, to yeah, he could, he could. I'm buying the uh, I'm buying the the resurgence of uh, Calvin Ridley for the rest of the year. Mm. Yeah, and you said the Jags are like fifty fifty or something uh, at, in London. So I mean, if they lose this game, they stay at that pace. So yeah. All right, let's move to the one p.m. games. Atlanta. Texans are coming to town. This one could be a good one. Uh, I'm very interested in your take on it, though, actually. Yeah, um, there's two players I really <laughs> like in this game on both sides. I love Bijan Robinson, huge Texas yes. Longhorns guy. So um, Bijan Robinson is just, he's the truth. He's, he's so good. Uh, but I do love J- CJ Stroud as well. I think CJ Stroud is a great quarterback. It's really high good. on him coming A couple of stud and, rookies. Yeah, really good rookies. And I mean, both rookies are playing at like Pro Bowl level, and it's it's crazy crazy to watch. Um, two guys come in and take the league by storm like that. But at the end of the day, um, I think I think this one is pretty obvious to me. Uh, it comes down to the quarterback play, and Stroud yep. is playing on a completely other level than than Ritter. Ritter doesn't look like he belongs in the league, and Stroud looks elite. Um, so I, I see a, a Texas side reality check here for the Falcons and they're going to end up having to go to the well again and get a new quarterback in the draft. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I wanted to see what your take on it. I, I said like basically the same thing though. Like after talking up CJ Stroud all week, there's no way I'm not taking him against Ritter. Um, the only way the Falcons have a chance in my opinion is if, if, is if Bijan makes a lot of noise. Goes off. Like he has to go off. He has to put yeah. up like a game like, McCaffrey did last week. So we are in lockstep with the first three games. We'll see yeah. if really different taste probably, than last week. <laughs> yeah, this one's probably going to be the same. Panthers heading to Detroit against the Lions. Uh, the Lions did lose Brian Branch. We'll see if he can play in this one. I'm not sure right now. Uh, hopefully, because he's very talented. But uh, yeah, the Lions should win this one, in my opinion. I think probably in your opinion, too. We'll see what you say. But they're just more talented in like basically every position. And uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, I just think Goff, St. Brown probably have a big game. Montgomery might have another big one if they pull away. Um, yeah, I just I don't trust the Panthers. So yeah, t- taking the Lions. Yeah, I don't I don't trust the Panthers at all either. Uh, and the Lions are they're living up to their namesake of the apex predator that a lion is. And they're going to come in like smell blood in the water and just pounce. Um, the Panthers yeah. aren't good. The Panthers are terrible. Bryce Young at quarterback. They're even worse. Um, Andy Dalton and is older. He is uh, still. He's like, 
he still allows them to be a competent offense. Uh, and I have a lot more faith in their offense with him there. But even if he was playing, this is still a Lions game. Lions are a legitimate playoff team, and they have a good defense. They have a really good offense. They're, they're taking this. Yeah, I think that'll be kind of a bad game. We'll see if Bryce Young and the Panthers can do something, but I just think the Lions are going to dominate for sure. Hutchinson's going to be in the backfield all day. Yes, yep. Uh, let's move to one that I think – could be our first split. We'll see. Titans heading into Indianapolis against the Colts. I think this one could be a good one. I'm not sure. It really depends. Uh, injuries, Traylon Burks could miss the game. Um, Jonathan Taylor could come back. He's uh, He's been practicing this week. Uh, I have no idea if he even wants to play for this team at this point, but he is at practice, so this could be a game where he comes back. That could help the Colts. A lot. He's very talented. So. Speaking of Jonathan Taylor, I did see one team that reached out to the Colts recently about really? getting him. Um, they have a stud rookie running back in Kyron Williams. And oh, yeah, that could uh, shake things up there. Kyron's really the only threat in that backfield right now, but they did call uh, the Colts about Jonathan Taylor. So um, that'd be huge. That'd be huge. That offense would be filthy. If they got Jonathan the Taylor to add to Cooper Cup. Puka, Tutu, and Kyron coming out the backfield, that's a filthy offense. You know, that's interesting. Maybe the Rams, like, want to see him first this year, see if he's, like, been keeping himself in shape and everything. Possible. Maybe JT, like, comes in and plays this game and, like, is running hard because he wants to trade to the Rams. I don't know. But uh, but I don't know. This is an interesting game. I think it could be a close one. The Colts have kind of been more trustworthy so far. They've scored more than 20, like, each week. But the Titans' defense could force the rookie Richardson into like making some big mistakes because that's what good defenses do to rookies, mm-hmm. other than CJ Stroud. Um, <laughs> but but I don't know. We'll see. For the Titans, like Tanhill's probably due for another stinker. He's been like I said last week. He's been kind of like two faced. He's like good game, bad game, good game. He's in line for a bad game. But but I don't know. I think I'm going to take the Titans' defense in this one and just. Uh, Hope that I'm right. <laughs> it could be a good one. Yeah, split alert here. Uh, you called it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going with Titans. Uh, they are performing pretty well de- lately. Uh, Derrick Henry is a huge threat. Their 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 defense is solid. Um, I just think the Colts aren't horsing around. They're, they mean business. They're, they're a better team mm-hmm. in my eyes. And uh, I have the Colts coming out with this one. I do think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a close game. I just think the Colts are a better overall team. I like their coaching better. Uh, I don't know. I like the Titans coaches. Uh, maybe not the offensive side, I suppose. But I, I don't know. I'm a bit biased, though, because it's uh, their head coach was our offensive coordinator here in Philly last year. So I, yeah. I, I really like Sykin, though. I liked him before he came to the Eagles. So um, I, I just think he's a, he's a really good offensive mind, and mm-hmm. the defense is good enough to, to slow down the Titans, I feel. Um, but yeah, it should be a good game nonetheless. I think this is one to really watch and see Anthony Richardson because should be a good de- defense against him. And it'll be interesting to see if he, cause he was kind of like, uh, berated for his like decision-making before he got He's drafted. Pretty solid so far though. Like, yeah. And if he has like good decision-making with his skill set, dude, like sky's the limit. He has a, yeah. he has a cannon for an arm. Duke can run with anyone in the league. He's big body, like sky's the limit. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. I'm definitely going to be watching it. Let's okay. move 
The Giants are heading to Miami. I don't want to talk about this one much. I'm disgusted by the Giants entirely. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm picking the Dolphins. The, the Giants, we don't even know if Saquon will be back. Uh, Andrew Thomas might not be back still. The defense looked better last week, so maybe that will help against the Dolphins. No, it won't. The Dolphins are going to destroy them. Get out of here. The, <laughs> the only solace we really have in this one is if the Giants' offense can find figure out something against the Dolphins' defense that has been very shaky. Um, yeah. so maybe some of the Giants receivers go off. I I don't know. I'm picking the Dolphins. Yeah, really until Saquon Barkley comes back, I, I don't think the offense can really take off. Um, I mean, you, you know, you know more than I do as a Giants fan, you pay more attention to them, but uh, I just think that there's too much for them to handle with the Dolphins, uh, with Waddle, with Hill, with uh, a chain back there in the backfield. And, um, yeah. you never know what Giants team is going to show up, uh, but. I just think Giants are going to be swimming with the fishes in this one, and they might be dead in the water already. So, Yeah, it's really sad. Reek and Reek and Waddle are going to be going up, up against two rookies in this one. So that's not great. That's not <laughs> not great for uh, for those rookies. But if they, no. hey, if they slowed them down, it's a great outlook for the Giants' future. Yeah. The rookies have been doing good this year, just <laughs> they haven't been facing Reek and Waddle. Two so. top ten receivers. Yeah. Um, let's push. We're going to go to Foxborough. The Saints are heading to town, taking on the Pats. This one, I'm not entirely sure what to think. I think it could be a good game. It really, we'll see. Derek Carr was playing pretty bad last week with, uh, in the wake of that shoulder injury. I'm assuming he's going to play again. He seems kind of like a tough nut. Um, Christian Gonzalez, we talked about it. He's going to miss probably the whole season now. They did trade for JC Jackson. We'll see if he comes in like, this week to play or if he's got to sit and learn a little bit i'm not sure he probably does know like it's still the same defense i think since jc jackson was there so mm. see i don't know it could be a close game like maybe down to the wire i don't know what do you think uh this could be the shit bowl of the week uh honestly like both offenses look i know so you're really low on week. the pads <laughs> i'm i just i hate mac jones dude he yeah I don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, I don't think Zappy's much better. I think he's better in terms of running the offense. But uh, Mac Jones plays like a game manager, but isn't a game manager. So you need somebody that can do something with the ball. And in my eyes, said it again last week, saying it now, Will Greer, give him a spot. Mm. Let him let him play. Let him sling the rock. And um I just think yeah, they got to see what they have in Greer before before the draft um, to see if they have to draft one or if they have somebody there to take the helm. But I think the same game is carnage waiting to happen. Uh, the Saints win. Uh, if if if, uh, if if Carr's <laughs> healthy at all, week. if Carr's healthy at all, I think the Saints win. This could be a, just a really boring game. Kamara could do really well as, as well, but um, I, I just think the Saints are a better built team. Ooh, so okay, so you're making this the stinker of the week. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna you wanna do that? That's cool. I I do the like the game of the week. You can pick the stinker of the week. That's perfect. <laughs> stinker of the week. Put a little poop emoji <laughs> on the screen. Um, yeah, but uh the Pats need a win here. They're one and three, so I feel like Bilichek's gonna get these guys rolling in this one. But yeah, like you said, it, it really comes down to Mac Jones. Uh can he come back from one of his worst games as a NFL player, really? Um, they've had a very rough schedule to start off with some like really good teams. Uh, they had what the Cowboys, the, I think they played the Niners, right. And the Jets, 
talking about really the Pats? Good or Dolphins, Dolphins. The Pats? Yeah, yeah. They started with the Eagles. And the Eagles, yeah. They've had some tough games. So I think they could be better than what they their record shows and how Mac Jones was looking last week. Um, so I think this game really will show us if they're a team that can fight for the playoffs or not in this one. Um, I'm going to take the Pats, though. Um, so another split here. Uh, I don't know. Derek Carr was checking down the ball a lot last week. He doesn't look the same with the shoulder injury. So I'm going to take the Pats defense, really. That's what it's coming down to for me. All right. Splitting it, baby. Let's move to a good divisional game here. The Ravens are heading to Pittsburgh. These are always a f- like fun games in this division, no matter like who's playing except for last week, but <laughs> we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> the Ravens still have a lot of injuries. Uh, the Steelers also have quite a few injuries. Now, Kenny Pickett and Pat Freermouth both got hurt. Freermouth is not going to make it to this game with his hamstring. And we're not sure at, of Kenny Pickett right now. Um, The Ravens won with their slew of injuries last week against a Browns team that was supposed to be good. Granted, they lost their quarterback, but hey, the Steelers are too, right? So basically what I'm going to say is I don't trust a healthy Kenny Pickett against the Ravens. I'm definitely not going to trust a hurt one or Mitch Trubisky. So I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah, I don't trust trust, uh, Mitch Trubisky against anybody. And I think for this game, uh, you could cue like one of those Civil War movie entrances where it shows like all all the soldiers with like, their he- their arms blown off and like their heads all wrapped, screaming in a tent. Um, just with the players on both sides. There's so many injuries on both sides of the ball here. It's insane. And um mm-hmm. the amount of reserves that are playing this is crazy. But I got a little uh, channeled my inner Edgar Allan Poe here and uh did a little uh, little poetry action. So once Ooh. upon a uh, a midnight dreary, the Ravens took a field so eerie. Uh the Steelers once proud and strong fall victim to the Ravens song. So I think the Ravens are winning this. Wow. I, think are, I think the Ravens are taking it. Uh, I think that was really good. Lamar Jackson's really good, and there's no QB for the, for the Steelers. Did you just make that up? Did you steal that from somewhere? I didn't. Made it up this morning. Wow, look at that. See, everyone's got to like and subscribe just for that, for God's <laughs> sakes. That was really good, though. Um, yeah, so we're both taking the Ravens. Yeah, Steelers have been disappointing. Ravens are 3-1 and one with that beat-up team, so... That's like saying something for John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, seriously, and it is. And the way the way a lot of teams in the AFC are playing, the Ravens can make a huge playoff push. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in that one. Let's move to the 4 p.m. games. This one is another tough one for me. The Bengals are heading into Arizona. This is a weird matchup because it's a team that's like playing very poorly from what we thought and a team that's playing very well from what we thought. Like, when this was put on the schedule, I don't think anyone circled it and said that this could be a good game. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, um, but weirdly, it could be a close one. The Bengals, T. Higgins, rib injury, he's probably going to miss this one. I think he is going to miss this one, actually. Um, I don't know if the Bengals of... What? I don't know if the Bengals of old will ever show up. Um, they're one and three, and they really need a win here. If they lose... I'm probably just done with them. I, I maybe I should be already. I don't know. Joe Burrow doesn't look like Joe Burrow. The offense isn't doing anything. The defense had like one good game. I, it's just it's not good. But I'm gonna pick them. <laughs> I'm gonna pick them. I thought about picking the Cardinals really hard. I really did, just because they're playing better than the Bengals right now. Yeah. But I'm picking the Bengals because they need this win. They know they need this win. 
And this is a Cardinals team that they should be, even even with the way that they're playing. Yeah, without they, a, I'm done with them. Without a healthy Burrow, um, the Bengals are just they're they're missing the roar. They're missing the uh, the they're missing the strength of the offense. I mean, the offense ends and dies or with with Joe Burrow. It begins and dies with him. And uh, if he's not there, if he's not healthy, they can't really do much. And um, we're splitting here because I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm riding I'm here with and um, this might be one that someone that people might want to throw money on uh, on Arizona. Mm. The the, ba- the Bengals are favored in this game, uh, despite how they're playing. And Arizona is playing at home. At home is where they beat beat Dallas, so uh, they might come to play and send the Bengals packing. Could you imagine if the Cardinals like not only win this game but they like spank the Bengals? Because I could see that actually happening. Yeah, a little Josh be, Dobbs action. That'd be so sad. Like, just sit. If that happens, just sit, bro, for like the next three weeks. Like, just cut him. <laughs> just, <laughs> cut him, man. Cut it's him. over. <laughs> Except in dynasty, but in uh, <laughs> in, in, a, in a redraft league, if he loses this game, I think you got to seriously consider cutting him, depending who's on the wire. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got Cardinals in this one, so we're split again. I, I meant the Bengals sit him, but. <laughs> so when you said cut him, I was like, "Oh my god!" No, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, fantasy, fantasy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's move though. Let's move. Uh, your game, the Eagles going to LA facing the Rams. This is my game of the week. I think it's going to be a really good one. I uh, it's a re- I it'll be a really good game. Know who to pick? Um, what do you think? Yeah, it'll be a really good game, and I'm just happy that Cooper Cup's not back. Um, but. Rams are going to be feeling a little bit cheapish after this game. I think Eagles soar to victory. Um, of course, yeah, of course. I gotta pick my Eagles. Like I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I'm not gonna pick against them. Um, I mean, they're good, so I'm picking with them. Um, but I think Kyron Williams and get bottled up in this one. Philly's only allowing 45 rushing yards a game, so not gonna be too much. Too much to do there for him. And uh, Puka and Tutu are good. They're still gonna do do work, uh, but they should have a tough assignment with Bradbury and Slay. Uh, Hertz looked really good last week uh, at, in the second half. Uh, second half, he looked really good in sync with his receivers. Uh, I hope they build upon that, and I got the Eagles. But I do yeah, think it's going to be a very actually, good Yeah, me too. I'm actually looking up Cooper Cup right now because I, I know that they were saying that he could – come back because he's eligible to return now it all, it all depends on how his hamstring yeah i think he's practicing this week but from what i read he's not anticipating playing this week and i was like okay. oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> i could definitely see that but <laughs> i am gonna put a question mark on it because it hasn't been de- decided yet if he's not is or not but yeah signs probably like you said pointing to him not playing yet i really hope he does play because I would love to see Coop and Puka against this Eagles team that's been kind of underperforming, even though they are very talented. Um, but yeah, I am—I uh, couldn't resist. I am taking the Rams, and I'm making, <laughs> I am making this our our split game to decide who gets the L. Because I just couldn't resist, and I want to see you take two L's if the Eagles lose. <laughs> All right, we'll do. Uh, this can be game of the week here. Yeah, um, Stafford is possibly going to be playing injured, but he's a fucking tank, so definitely playing. 
Yeah, could be a crazy see, game though. I see this one kind of similar to how it was when the Rams played the played the Bengals and Stafford was running for his life. Mm, um, could be, could be. I see Jalen Carter getting backfield a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, I definitely probably should pick the Eagles, but I, I like I said, I couldn't resist. I am taking the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, think it'll be a good game. game. Let's uh, let's go to the next. Um, yeah, Jets heading to Denver, high altitude game in the in the Broncos Stadium. Um, yeah, Javante Williams got hurt, but their backup kind of looked better than him, like you said in the last video. Um, so we'll see what happens there, but. I don't know. I didn't really want to pick either of these teams when we saw them on the schedule together. Yeah, this is a uh, this is like runner up for the shit ball this week. So, um, yeah. this could be bad, really bad. Could be, could be good. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, uh, ultimately, I think that I think the Broncos can't handle the turbulence, and the uh, the Jets' defense is too much for them to handle. So, uh, I have uh, I have the Jets winning this. Um, Zach Wilson looked yeah. pretty solid last week. Uh, against a good Chiefs defense, uh, he should do pretty decent against a bad, bad, bad Broncos defense. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think the Broncos have just really found ways to lose to everyone not named the Bears so far this year. So I think they're going to continue that trend. And uh, yeah. Zach Wilson is probably just going to look decent enough to fool the Jets into keeping him around. So yeah, Jets win a stinker. <laughs> Yeah, let's head to Minnesota. The Chiefs are taking on the Vikings in a possibly good game. I'm not entirely sure. The Vikings are weird enough where I could see them like shocking the Chiefs here in a in a close game because that's kind of just what they do most of the time. Yeah. Just close games. Um, Mahomes though, he really needs to focus on the game in this one after a weird off game for him, as they seem to be getting a little lost in the spotlight here uh, with the whole Swifty action. Um, this one could yeah, be a shootout. I don't know that Taylor Swift will be in attendance in Minnesota, so um, he should have that distraction not there, but um, it'll be interesting, and they won't have the star-studded box that's there with, with Donna mm-hmm. Kelsey. So, I mean, last week they had – they had who, who did we say? They had Taylor Swift, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Paul Rudd, Blake Lively, Sophie Turner, Hugh Jackman, Kendall Roy from Succession, Anthony Porowski, like – a lot of guys, a lot of people, uh, all there to watch the Chiefs. So uh, they're all they're all socializing with uh, with Patrick's wife. So uh, she has probably loved every single minute of it. But <laughs> yeah, <honestly. laughs> yeah, uh, force feeding Kelsey last week not necessary situation. Yeah. So yeah, so hopefully they don't uh, they don't go back to doing that in this one. But it is against a kind of a struggling Vikings defense. So maybe they could do that and be fine. <laughs> yeah. Any- but uh, yeah, I think this could be a shootout. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs just because I'm. You got to take the Chiefs against the Vikings, really. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. You say you got to take the Chiefs because school. Are you actually? Are I you am actually taking, taking the Vikings? I am taking the Vikings. <laughs> wow, this is uh, a real wild pick for me, but I'm taking the Vikings in this and uh, riding with Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a game and. You like that, right? <laughs> Dude, I, I like that. I mean, honestly, this could be the game of the week if the Vikings come out shooting, you know? Yeah. So I like I mean, that. This is uh, this could be a game of the week if the Eagles didn't 
play a team that you thought was going to beat them. So, um, <laughs> yeah. is that what you were thinking? No, you uh, the it's not. Um, my game of the week is actually probably the next one. Uh, if you want to Sunday night, that. baby. Yeah, Sunday night. This is possibly going to be a really good one. The Cowboys heading into dangerous territory against the 49ers at home in uh, San Francisco. Um, yeah, Sunday night football. Time for the boys to put up or shut up against a very good 49ers team that will not let the offense just sit back and coast like they have been doing. Could be a good one. Maybe even should be a good one. But I'm, t- I'm taking the 49ers in what I am going to say is going to be a shockingly easy win. Dak and the offense are going to break down against this team, and Brock is going to remain steady in the face of pressure and take the, the yeah. win. I love uh, I love every piece of that take. and probably a good reason this is the game of the week because we're not splitting on it so uh i'm also <laughs> picking the 49ers uh there's two opportunistic defenses here um but ultimately i think it comes down to the qb and i'm taking the qb that i think will take care of the ball and not i think they're taking care of the ball and uh is gonna have a purdy game so i'm taking purdy and san francisco yeah uh, we're in lockstep on that one yeah we're good. Uh, that we can move on. I, I think we're yeah. we're all set on that. Well, it'll be really interesting to see if we're both eating our words at, by this time next week. But I don't yeah. think so. I mean, the the 49ers haven't had a tough schedule to this point. Um, I mean, the combined record of their teams they've played are six and ten. Last year under Brock Purdy, they they had a forty. The teams had a forty six percent winning percentage. So they haven't faced a lot of good teams, but. Uh, we'll see how it goes here. I just don't trust Dak against this defense. Yeah, me either. Um, let's move to the last game on the schedule, Monday Night Football. The Packers are heading into Vegas to take on the Raiders. This one is interesting. I'm not sure what to think about it too much. <laughs> um, Elton Jenkins uh, is probably going to miss this one. We're not sure yet. He's questionable. And uh, Jimmy G for the Raiders is still in concussion protocol at this moment. So we're not sure if he's going to be there for the Raiders. Um, But yeah, Jimmy G or Aiden O'Connell, I'm probably going to struggle in my opinion against the Packers. So I'm taking the Packers. I think Love should have a better game with a struggling defense. Um, Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. um, There's definitely a lot of love in this matchup. Um, But I think for me, it really depends on Jimmy G. Um, I trust Jimmy G more uh, than O'Connell. O'Connell had a good game last week, but the Chargers' defense is pretty pretty bad. Um, so I, I trust I trust Jimmy. Oh yeah, yeah. Never I trust Jimmy in this one um, compared to him. So uh, if Jimmy plays, I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, I'm riding silver and black in this. But if he doesn't play, I think it's going to be the Packers. And um, if you're fine with with that little caveat there, then um, if Jimmy yeah, G plays, I got I got Raiders. Yeah, that's fine. Jimmy G, he's had some tough games, uh, multiple interception games. So, I mean, maybe he'll get back to being Jimmy G, but I fully yeah. do not trust this offense, no matter who's that quarterback <laughs> up, who they have. So, yeah, this yeah, was I'm a back. this was a tough one for me though. Like I was going really back and forth on 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 either team here. Like the Raven or the Raiders have a lot of pieces to be good. Um, it just comes down to coaching and quarterback play. Uh, I think Jimmy G is a competent quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback, but the play calling, the coaching hasn't been really that good. And I mean, it hasn't been great on the Packers side either. And in my mind, it's been a little bit stale. And yeah. um, 
but Love has been uh, able to perform. I think it's going to be a revenge game for Devonta Adams, and um, mm, yeah, he's someone that you don't want to be on the the bad side of. So <laughs> dangerous man. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think Aaron Jones could have a big one though in this one too on the Packers. It should um, be good. It, it could be a, an excellent game. It could be a very underrated, like game of the week kind of it could uh, be. kind of Five. option there. But yeah, and the Raiders are like a cornered animal right now at, at one and three in prime time. So yeah. maybe we get a, we get a nice one out of them. We'll see. But uh, yeah, that's that that wraps up all of the games of the week. We do have the first bye week though, with four teams on bye. We got the the Brownies. The Chargers, the Seahawks, and the Bucks all get in their early bye week here, which a lot of teams don't like this early bye week because, you know, it leaves so much space for more injuries to happen mm-hmm. after the bye week, which is unfortunate. But I think uh, some of these teams kind of need it at this point, you know. Right. The Brownies, Watson has been hurt. Um, Bucks, Mike Evans hurt his hammy. They could probably use a bye week to make sure he's healthy. The Chargers, uh, Justin Herbert apparently broke a finger. He could use a week to heal that up. Um, and Eckler has been hurt, so this gives him another week to rest. Um, Huge breath. Yeah. But uh, but I, I just – I'm going to go over some of these teams and what I think they, like, kind of need to happen. I'm going to do it quick here because we've been, we've been talking for a while. Um, yeah, the Browns, though, they're 2-2. Two and two. I think they need to really figure out their offensive identity now that – since Chubb has been gone for a couple weeks now – because I think they really need to do that to to want to try to make it to the playoffs. Really, um, will they get Watson going in this in this passing game? Because that's really what they need to do at this point. Someone outside of Mark Cooper. Um, they have more. Yeah. They drafted Tillman, who isn't getting much usage, much usage at all. But there's a huge target and should be used in the red zone. Um, but yeah, they, they have options to beat Najoku's too. Like he's a freak, dude. Like utilize him. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, uh so yeah, that's what the Browns need to do. Figure out that offensive identity with uh with their bye week. The Chargers also 2 and 2. They really need to get better at winning close games. Like they are too talented to just be the Vikings of last year, um mm. winning these close games and hoping and praying and then getting beat by the Giants in the playoffs, you know. That is not who the Chargers should be, and I think that really comes down to their coaching. Uh Brandon Staley I he hasn't been great in my opinion. He seems to be losing them the games when it comes down to it. And uh I don't know. He needs to figure something out. He's got a bye week to do that. And hopefully they can figure something out with that. Yeah, hopefully they can get Eckler back too, because he's huge. So um huge piece of their of their future and of their playoff hopes. Yeah. Seahawks, they are three and one. They've had quite a good start. They kind of just need to keep it up. Like they uh, they've been rough on third down, um, which is something they definitely need to work on because that's huge. And uh, yeah, that's basically it, in my opinion. I don't know if you uh, know something off the top of your head for them, but no, not at all. Um, they need to keep it up. Let's go, Gino. Uh, I like to see Gino, do, Gino. Some, do something well. So uh, keep it up. Yeah, I think they're probably the team pissed off the most about this early bye week because they don't necessarily need it. They do have some. Yeah, you don't want an early one. You don't want a late one either. I mean, you're going into the end of the year. If you have any type of momentum, uh, that kind of kills it. So right in the middle where it's where it's a happy place, you know? Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, we got the Buccaneers. They are 3-1 and one in leading the division. 
they're doing pretty solid in most aspects. Baker's been pretty good with the with Mike Evans and the offense and the defense has been doing really well like they did against the Eagles. So kind of for the most part I think they did pretty well. 472 uh, yards of offense isn't isn't, isn't great. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a talented <laughs> offense. But yeah. Um I think their biggest issue though is that they need to get that running game going cuz they haven't really been doing anything with uh uh I can't think of him off the top of my head. Do you know that running back's name? For to, for Tampa, yeah, Rashad White, Rashad White, yeah, thank you, yeah. They need to get him going in that. Yeah, offense. I mean he's good. I think I do think long term, maybe by the end of this season or next year, I think it's going to evolve into a more of a committee because I do think that the running back that they got from Syracuse is very good. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's not someone to be overlooked. Uh, his I'm blanking on his name right now, but uh, he's someone that Sean Tucker. Uh, he's someone that I was very high on going into the draft and he's a huge talent there that can really help out the offense too. Yeah. So that's what we got for the bye week teams. Uh, unless you wanted to hit anything else there. No, I think I'm good. All right. So that wraps it up. Um, yeah, that was a fun, fun one to go over. Um, please, again, I'm going to say it, like, comment, subscribe. If you agree with anything, if you don't like what we said, if you don't like us trashing the Patriots and Cowboys, please let us know. We'll trash you in the comments. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, like, comment, subscribe. Fred, what do you got? Yeah, uh, you can check us out every every Tuesday on Instagram. We're going to be uh, showcasing our waiver wire ads uh, of the week. Uh, win your week, win your season. Uh, Wednesday, uh, we got recaps coming out for the game, uh, the games from the previous week. Thursdays, you got start sit them, uh, it's red light, green light with me, uh, for the starts and sits of the week, as well as a weekly preview, uh, to the predictions with Thursday night's game. So Fridays, we release the full predictions, uh, for the weekend slates. Uh, so take a look, uh, and, uh, subscribe, listen, follow. You can check us out wherever you get your podcast, obviously here on YouTube, uh, and on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, Fred's fantasies have been coming true, so make sure you check those out. Until Until then, though, man, we'll see y'all. Peace. Let's go. Giants, we suck. (laughs) See you, Fleabag Nation.